Hello and welcome to the Teen Nugget. I'm Mike Conan and this is today's Teen Nugget. Uh, this is a podcast that is designed to be listened to by a parent and a teen together to kind of open up some dialogue and conversation. Today's topic is anger. Anger is one of those emotions that is very prevalent in teens, especially uh, teenage boys. I uh, recently read that teenage boys are experiencing somewhere in the neighborhood of 30 times more testosterone uh, than they were just a couple of years before. 30 times more testosterone flowing through their body. Uh, if you think about it this way, we think about professional athletes who have testosterone and who take synthetic uh, testosterone to help them perform higher. It, it will give your body the burst it needs to grow. It will give your body and muscles what they need to expand. And that's why even adults who are not in puberty are going through and using uh, testosterone to help them get bigger muscles, quicker muscles, and those things. But the side effect is it also plays with your emotion. And it especially uh, plays with the emotion of anger. And uh, in fact, they call it roid rage, but it could also be testosterone rage uh, that a lot of people who abuse testosterone uh, struggle with is because uh, one of the things that it does in your brain is it unleashes anger and suppresses other uh, thinking emotions, or excuse me, the thinking part of your brain. And so you end up operating out of the emotional part of your brain just to oversimplify it. And so it's not a surprise that many teens struggle with anger. And in fact, a lot of men all the way into their 40s and 50s still struggle with anger as their primary emotion. When something happens that hurts them, anger is a response. When something happens that shames them, anger is a response. Uh, and so rather than having a complex set of emotion, a lot of boys in particular really have anger as their response to everything. Now, young ladies uh, can experience the same thing. Uh, there certainly is a fair amount of anger in young ladies and especially preteens and teenage uh, girls. Now, they may express it in different ways. Uh, they may not blow up and scream and punch something, uh, but they may pout. Um, they may um, manipulate. They, they may do other things or they might scream. Uh, they might do those things. But anger is something that becomes more and more real as testosterone and in, in uh, the young lady's case, estrogen starts flowing through uh, the body more regularly. And so how do we deal with anger? And anger is one of those things that you uh, have to figure out how to deal with it because every single one of us is going to have it um, because we're all going to experience hurt. We live in a broken world and things are not always going to go the way we want them to go. I've told you before that the root cause of all anger is perceived injustice and we're going to look at a situation and think it didn't go the way it was supposed to go. Uh, the right thing didn't happen. And when the right thing didn't happen to me, that makes it a personal thing and it is going to invoke anger. Or if the right thing doesn't happen to somebody who you're close to, uh, it's going to invoke anger as a natural in response in us. And so part of what we have to become aware of as we're dealing with anger is that ability, and this is what's hard for teens and parents, if you're listening to this, you got to know this is really hard for teens and this is what you are there to help coach them through and help them figure out is how do I take a pullback from my anger? How do I take a pullback from this emotion? And frankly, parents, we could do this too. What is the perceived injustice here? What am I perceiving? What is 
that I am seeing happening that doesn't seem right, uh, that is causing me to respond with anger inside of me. And sometimes it might feel, you might feel disrespected. And as an image bearer, somebody who's made in the image of God, I, we're not made to be disrespected and dishonored. And so if that's happening, whether you're on the teen side or the parent side, you can experience that anger. Or maybe it's a peer thing where you're rejected and we are meant to be included. And that's how God made us. And so when we're rejected, we have that happen uh, in us as well. Or when we're shamed, we make a mistake. Uh, we are hardwired to for success and to enjoy success. And so when we don't, uh, and we experience failure and shame, immediately we can shift into anger or blaming. And so part of what you have to do is just recognize uh, what's going on, what's causing the anger in me. And the Bible doesn't say that anger is bad, by the way. The, the Bible says uh, that when we let our anger be turned loose, that's when it becomes sinful. Uh, and so what we uh, can do is when we feel and sense anger building up in us is we take a look inside and we determine what is causing me to be angry. Uh, and that means for parents, don't push their buttons further so they get more angry, but give them the space they need. That's why um, I hate the word timeout for teens because it's not the right word, but giving them some space. Hey, go hang out in your room. Go go do something else. Go take a walk. Go do Go take your car, go do something. If they're super angry, obviously you don't want them to drive, but give them an opportunity to to get some space to process the emotions that they're feeling. Um, because in all honesty, if you can imagine having all those chemicals of testosterone and, and estrogen flowing through them at such a high level, they often can't control their emotions and they don't even know why they're responding the way that they are. And their frontal lobe is still not fully developed yet. And so there's a lot of factors going on that time is a tool that we all need to take when we feel anger. And when we do that, we can use that anger as God would intend it uh, to point us to an injustice that we're experiencing around us. And then we can circle back and try to find a remedy for that injustice, if that makes sense. Uh, and then the Bible also does give this advice, and this is the blueprint for marriage. It's the blueprint for our, our relationships with other people. It says, don't let the sun go down on your anger. Uh, in other words, um, if you're mad at your child, you're mad at your parent, God gives you a blueprint and says, you can be angry, okay, but don't sit in your anger. Don't don't make it lash out. Don't, don't go overboard with it. It's a natural emotion when we are feeling those things. God gets angry. Um, but we have a window in time for a reset button. And every night, God says, is a reset button where that anger that we were holding, the injustice that we're holding on to, the hurt that we're holding on to, the whatever it is that's causing the pain, um, the, the shame, whatever it might be, we're supposed to release those things and we give those things to the Lord and then we get to start a new day fresh um, without bringing up all those other things and provoking that anger. And let me just say this, the Bible does say clearly to parents, do not provoke your children. And so... Yes, your child is going to get angry. Yes, your child is going to struggle with responsiveness, especially at home where they feel safe. They can't do it at school. They have to control themselves at school all day long. They have to control themselves with their peers all day long. And so it makes sense that they're going to get tired of doing that. And they're around the people they're most comfortable, you're going to see those angry outbursts. And so when they do, 
you want to make sure you're not the one provoking it. And you want to make sure that you're not the one who provokes it further. And the reason that command is in there is because us parents, we sometimes do that. And our job is not to provoke it and make it worse, but our job is to help equip them with the tools that they need to make it better so they can understand why it's happening and make the changes that are needed. So I hope that you guys can have a good dialogue about anger and share sometimes maybe when you've uh, experienced anger and and maybe you could share specifically with each other the best way for you to process your anger so that you can do it without sinning. May we do so in Jesus' name. Honor him even in our anger. Amen. This is a ministry of legacy. Thanks for listening. And there's resources for this uh, podcast on anger on ourtruelegacy.com. And if you go to the podcast uh, resources page, you'll, you'll find it there. Thank you and have a great day.